Joe, why did you send me a website called BBC? What the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, folks, I'm going to be real with you. There's going to be a lot of English slander on this episode. (laughs) And as usual, they deserve it. That being said, uh, one of the last good Englishmen just died the other day. Who? So I would like to... uh, I would like to give a formal obituary to what the fuck is his name? No, you know, his <laughs> name's like Lord Dandyshire. <laughs> no, it's Sean Locke. Sean Locke died. Oh! Yeah, I saw a funny story about him on Twitter that I can't remember. If you've ever watched any of those British panel shows, which is that thing where they make all their different, like, Famous actors and celebrities go and, like, do a funny little game show together every year. <laughs> he was one of the guys yeah, they sponsored had by the that. government. No, it is. And then, like, <laughs> they'll have, like, a old BBC reporter who, like, definitely has advocated for every war crime since <laughs> World War II, like, sing Uptown Funk. Yeah. The, a guy, <laughs> it's really a, fucking cool. A guy that knows, like, slurs for Burmese people that no one else <laughs> alive even does. Absolutely. So, yeah, you know... Uh, rip to the last good Englishman. Uh, rip to the entire establishing premise of Brexit, really, which was that they'd be super special friends with us. <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah, you, well, well, you know what? We shouldn't have gone ahead and voted in an Irishman. They they should just like try and make their Commonwealth Union like more official. They should try and assert sovereignty over like Canada, <laughs> New Zealand, and Australia. Yeah. They're retaking the Anglosphere. Well, if they retook Canada, they'd border us. They should. We can't. Monroe Doctrine, baby. We must uphold the Monroe Doctrine. Or we personally will start the Fenian raids again and we will conquer Canada for Ireland. (laughs) 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 The only good war in history. Yes. Well, folks. War makes death, and death makes bones. And there's a, a special little guy on TikTok uh, who's here to sell you bones for uh, wha- whatever <laughs> needs you may have. It's awesome how like people with like weird niches try and like go viral on TikTok and they succeed, but then the other kind of weirdo on TikTok just like examines them, and they're like, "This guy's technically an undead slaver." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, so uh, if you didn't see, there's a very, very clean, smooth fella uh, in New York, uh, sells uh, bones, has a massive collection of uh, spines and skulls and everything, and he's like, I do it respectfully, this, that. Most of these bones come from India. Yeah, they were a part of the Dalit caste, uh, the lowest caste in the caste system. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Formerly the untouchables. Basically, they won't have land to bury them because they won't be able to afford a grave or whatever, so they uh, give them a cremation and sell the bones on the internet to... Jesus uh, fucking... Evil twinks in New York. Yeah, India, <laughs> India outlawed the sale TikTok of stars. Yeah, India outlawed the export of bones in 1985 because it was like such a big problem. Oh my God. But uh, some I mean, the bones could be pre 1985, or you know what I mean. Some people still legally export them. A lot of fun things have come out of this, though. People were saying, oh, uh, you're a white guy selling, uh, you know, Indian people's bones. And he said, he said yeah. I'm not a white guy. I'm half Thai. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
He's like, uh, I'm very respectful with these bones, but I saw just videos of him like skipping around with like spines. It's very, <laughs> very odd. But, uh... <laughs> I'm trying to combine like the ideas of Thai boy with uh, Lawrence of Arabia, and I'm trying to come up with a good combination of names. So fucking cool, man. <laughs> well, we're on like uh, TikTok style. Uh, Whatever you know, you, you you we all remember the the moon hexing people, right? Of course. Oh God, I, is this they're what back. I think it is. Uh, they're back, and you know, if you've been alive on Earth, you know you know you've heard about uh, this little group called the Taliban, and uh, <clears throat> the baby witches on TikTok and Reddit are. Um, <laughs> they're taking the, the 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 Taliban surge into their own hands. Do not face Allah alone when astral projecting. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> Today, while astral projecting, I summoned Allah to try and weaken him so our hexing spells would work better. Oh my god! <laughs> wait, 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 guys, guys. He is so fucking powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not at a power level to do this alone. Look, respect. Re she knows where to stop. They know, you know, there's a wall here. I cannot kill a lot. This is just Dragon Ball Z. She's like, I'm beaten down now, but the next time we fight, I will be. She's talking about Allah like, uh, like he's like the uh, the hand from uh, Super Smash Bros. Literally, he said power level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I barely escaped with my life, and I'm spiritually injured to a great amount. But I think I'll make it. Uh, <laughs> She should have taken that as a sign and converted to Islam. If Allah is more powerful than, uh, you know, the m her, her whatever, then uh, maybe she should convert to Islam. It's so cool to mix just, like, you know, cultural U.S. imperialist ideas with, like, ridiculous Tumblr witch shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the end goal being that you are going to fight Allah. <laughs> <laughs> on behalf of the Afghan government. Yeah. <laughs> on behalf of a bunch of pedophile trafficking <laughs> fucking opium dealers. Very I'm scared cool. that I will have to face them again soon if I ever want to continue astral projecting. Please be safe, everyone. Allah is much stronger than I first imagined, and we will have to do this together if I want to slay a god. I love the... Uh... <laughs> I'm going to kill Allah. That's so She's cool. going to kill Allah and leave the Christian god alone. I will need to face him again if I ever astral project again. I hope this just makes this like deranged person a Muslim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just keep losing yeah. to Allah until they have to submit to him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you don't want to face Allah, you shouldn't challenge Allah. I gotta agree with you there. Speaking of swaggy number one beings that you just can't keep down, such as Allah. <laughs>
You cannot keep a lot down. Uh, He's on the come up. He's been on the come up. Let's switch to another guy who's about his bag and about his treasure. <laughs> treasure. <laughs> <laughs> about his treasure and his... Uh, about building the stupidest media career of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, Nathan J. Robinson, <laughs> the swaggiest white boy to ever live, mm -hmm. has uh, fired his entire staff <laughs> or something for yeah. attempting to assert ownership over uh, part of the company. In a Diane Morales-style play. <laughs> <laughs> this is. This is the Morales one, too. You're right, baby. You mm -hmm. love to see it. <laughs> I can't wait for him to issue a statement. It's so funny, he, like, fired everyone, and then he was like, the magazine is going on hiatus, because he <laughs> can't write a magazine by himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the other thing that was funny, as I started looking more and more into this, is I looked into current affairs itself, and it looks like the magazine is basically a, uh patronage project from his parents. No. <laughs> <laughs> so while I agree that they should have asserted ownership and, you know, taken the rich boy's toys away, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to... You have to still pretend you're his friend, at least. When you're a rich kid and push comes to shove, you're going to break the union. And and then he released, like, a statement like, oh, I'm uh, I'm very sorry. I uh, <laughs> I just always envisioned it as mine, and I always envisioned having full control over it. I like that you gave him Virgil Texas' voice. <laughs> I did indeed do that. Uh, rap battle of the century, yeah. baby. Oh, he, but, uh, he came out with his apology quicker than Virgil. <laughs> but now he deleted it immediately. Oh, what the <laughs> Fuck. The at least, cowards play. At least Virgil pulled like a Dexter and like moved <laughs> 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 the cannon on to be a lumberjack. <laughs> he pulled a Dexter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Why yeah. is Nathan J. Robinson's whole thing like, oh, I pr I'm doing whimsical socialism. Look at whimsical. my pur <laughs> my purple suit and pocket is chain. That, and then you look into it for a minute. It's like, oh, your socialist magazines run on petrodollars from your parents. It's <laughs> yeah. so fucking cool. You'd it, look like what you are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Even gonna, like his fucking stupid Twitter header, he's like, I'm in a purple room with my mm -hmm. black globe. Yes. And I just like, fuck off. It's so yes. cool, dude. He's like Willy Wonka with a fake British accent. <laughs> <laughs> Busting unions. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest. I, I like... I knew the name Nathan J. Robinson. Like, I could probably recognize his Twitter avatar before this. But Current Affairs, like, peripherally, I knew it was a magazine. But I completely thought it was for, like, you know, women's clothing. <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean? Well, that's mostly what they wrote about. It's a magazine. They give it out on planes. Like. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's what I thought it was. That he, he, he doesn't know the difference between the two kinds of materialism. <laughs> I, I don't know what Current Affairs deal was. I guess they were just, like... We need an alternative to Jacobin. That's the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they built it for a minute, and then... <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, sorry to all the people that got fired. That was probably an awesome bag to get while it was worth getting. Mm -hmm. At the same time, it's kind of funny to fire journalists, so shout out to Nathan J. Robinson <laughs> for that. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> How about uh, the very, very special 4chan user who took a very, very well-timed trip to Afghanistan? Oh, the epic bacon <laughs> yeah. Kabul guy. Yeah, that rocked. Uh, he's no, that didn't rock, actually, because it didn't end with him either being defeated by or joining the Taliban. <laughs> or he got back? He got back to the UK? He, he, well, he's in, like, Dubai now or something, okay. but he got out. 
Okay. <laughs> 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 he cool if he went to like Iran next. Yeah, he should have had to stay there for a long time. Yeah. Or like he should have lived in that temple with uh, what's his what's his name? Zamzavar or something? Oh fucking! Uh, <laughs> God, it the coolest the name I've yeah. ever heard in my. He sounds like a fucking like an old Nintendo. Yeah, character. his name is Zed- Zebulon. Zebulon. <laughs> yeah. Zebulon. <laughs> yeah. That rule. He should have gone and lived with Zebulon. Mm-hmm. You stayed I, in Kabul. I can't imagine Zebulon would have had any patience for, like, an epic 4chan guy from England who, like, made himself a lord on paper and shit, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really can't imagine right. Zebulon would have put up with that shit. No. But, uh, yeah, he's out. Uh, I'm excited to see which uh, conflict-torn area he goes to next. Uh, if he wants to see what the deal is in Mali, uh, <laughs> I think we could send him there. <laughs> he uh, should go to Haiti. He should go to Haiti. He uh, should go to Cuba. Figure out what's really going on. What the Cuban government doesn't want us to know. Yeah, he he. Uh, I don't think we should really ask him to get to the scoop on anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hopping back to the union thing real quick. Uh, I've got a tweet here. On Wednesday, Danny DeVito expressed solidarity with striking Nabisco workers. No contracts, no snacks, he tweeted. Today, Twitter stripped him of his verified status. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. It's incredible. He's got like 4.2 million followers. And yeah. It's just called He's Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. (laughs) It's, I mean, just another beautiful instance of Jersey Pride. Yeah, shout out Danny DeVito. Yeah. Danny Pride and Jersey Pride. (laughs) Oh, I guess Joe Pride. Number one, we're the president, baby. Yeah, I guess you did just pull out of Af- Afghanistan. Congratulations, man. Yeah, no problem. It's <laughs> no <laughs> problem. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I was planning on it for a while now. I'm glad I got around to it. Uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see where he goes from here. Like, how immediately is this a moving of the imperial periphery? You know what I mean? Mm. We're going back to South America, Jack. We're going to do yeah. the Venezuela war so we can do Avatar later. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like... We need our boys for a different fucking <laughs> area of the globe to, yeah. d- to murder people. <laughs> but yeah, you know, still, uh, shout out Biden for uh, quitting. Mm-hmm. Just sell everyone on a new war. Yeah. But for the time being, having actually quit a war. Yeah. There we go. I mean, holy shit. All he's wow. got to do now. Thank, thank you, sir. All yeah. he's got to do now is campaign on homegrown weed. You should campaign and say Obama was a uh, Muslim from Kenya now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can do whatever yeah. he wants. He's the president for life. Homegrown <laughs> terrorism. Oh, we need homegrown weed, weed man. Back. Literally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he'd get my vote. Uh, it's so cool that they're just never going to legalize weed federally because then Democrats can just always say, well, they won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just a constant dub. Where are you going to go? Larry David, Alan Dershowitz. <gasps> I saw this. I was going to bring oh, this up. Oh, holy shit. That was this week, too? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The, ooh, fancy general store on Martha's Vineyard brawl. <laughs> that was the funniest part of that story. It was like, it all took place at the Ku Klux Klan pharmacy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, but it's just so good. Just the weird fight, the very Kirby fight. 
mm-hmm. uh, that Larry's correct on, even if he's just coming from like a weird elitist Democrat perspective. Larry's always right. Yeah, Larry is always <laughs> always right. He's calling Mike Pompeo gross. Yeah, he was like, he's <laughs> he, disgusting. He, How could you touch him? Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, <laughs> I fucking love. Larry he could have said anything, and he was just like, "That's gross." You patted Mike Pompeo on the back. <laughs> what an icky it's guy. A, it's a gross thing to do. And yeah. Alan's like, we could still be friends, Larry. And Larry's <laughs> like, no, we can't. I loved Seinfeld. <laughs> the best part of that is they like argued, and then Larry David walked away, and then Alan Dershowitz was wearing a T-shirt, and he took it off, and he was wearing another T-shirt underneath that says, it's the Constitution, stupid. It had just nothing to do with their fight. Are you, that really happened? <laughs> Fucking verbatim. Yeah. That's in the article. That is a scene out of China, Illinois. <laughs> exactly. We're far beyond curb at this point. What? <laughs> I like to think that after he said he like only showers in long johns or whatever on Fox <laughs> News, he just has to wear layers upon layers of clothes everywhere he goes now. Uh, all right, so did you guys see that some guy went to the Capitol and said he had a bomb in his truck and then live-streamed on Facebook for a couple hours? I did. And I, sort of like, bunch of those I, don't, I didn't watch it at all. I think he was just sort of whining, right? Yeah, he was. It was yeah, he was like, of... Afghan immigrants going to get free health care. I won't get free health care. <laughs> and don't worry, buddy. No one's getting free no health care. Don't, don't worry, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he said he had a bomb, but I think he just like put a bunch of propane tanks in his truck and was like <laughs> was hugging one. It. Yeah, so like if he got sniped, it would just blow up or whatever. Awesome. That's a good idea. That's like a GTA uh, way to die. The, the, yeah, exactly. The craziest was the picture of some like I don't know future bloodsucker, but that's currently going to college in Washington D.C. Was like. Uh, uh, on my way back to class, I walk past this, and it's just a picture of the guy, like, <laughs> hanging out of his truck, like, filming himself on his phone. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I walk past the terrorist or That's whatever. Awesome. <laughs> he, also, <laughs> he also said that he had buddies in the area with a bunch of bombs yeah, as well. Oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> the article will come out in, like, six weeks that it was, like, him and 67 CIA agents yeah. yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love and in the uh, in the articles like that came out around the time that was like what do we know about him and it's like his wife says he does not have a history of making explosives. <laughs> <laughs> to every article, his wife says he has no history with explosives. Um. All right. So I think this can be the last thing here. That fucking the executive producer of Jeopardy who <laughs> appointed himself to be the next host <laughs> and then got owned for saying a bunch of Shade Gillis-style racist <laughs> jokes on a podcast. <laughs> on a podcast, by the way, run by The Price is Right. <laughs> Holy shit. So fuck it all. And then he had to fire himself. Like, I just, that is so good. And he had to fire himself. <laughs> I wonder what they're going to do now. It's so funny. It's awesome because, like, I mean, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, if it came out that he, you know, did that or whatever, he would have given an, an interview in the Rolling Stone that would just be a puff piece. And then it would have been over. <laughs> he would be the worst Jeopardy host of all time. New Jeopardy would get canceled. <laughs> Who gives a shit? But Good, it's a game show. Canceled. Nope, yeah, it's awesome. Get, no, you're wrong. Nope, Jeopardy's nope, awesome. That's game. I don't really care <laughs> nope. either way. Jeopardy's beast. No, Jeopardy is not beast. It is a game show. Who fucking cares? Uh, cancel it and make all the old people watch Tucker Carlson. <laughs> 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 nope, Jeopardy's beast. Give them beast. no alternative. <laughs> I hate when dad and dad fight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wish we could just watch half Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. You guys want to get into this? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one Chavs Against Biden podcast <laughs> on the labor left. I am your host, Joe Starmer. Yeah, well, I'm Danny Shinfine. Yeah, there we go. And I'm stealing mobile phones. <laughs> mobile phones? What? Uh... It's I'm embodying a, a harmful British stereotype right now. Let's get into it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you wouldn't download a mobile phone. <laughs> All right, folks. Switching away from the British gear for, I guess, a minute, we mm-hmm. have to check back in with our, our own good pal and patriot, Mike Lindell. Yeah. Let's see if he's got any more documentaries to sell me for $5. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> we've got an article titled... Mike Lindell is hiding a county clerk amid FBI probe of a vote data leak. Report. As the FBI investigates claims that Colorado voting machine passwords were given to a presumed QAnon leader, the clerk is reportedly at a secret safe house. (laughs) (laughs) This is insane. He's in the pillow factory in a big pillow. (laughs) You can't leave this pillow. I'll bring you food. It's like Busy Bee from the Venture Bros. Yes, yes. Uh, this is by Mary Pappenfuss in the Huffington Post. Mary Pappenfuss. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> We're getting very good at pronouncing names. Look at look at this. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, that's Pappenfuss. We're back. We're back on the British thing. So, uh, it starts out here. My pillow CEO, Mike Lindell, has provided a secret safe house for a Colorado County clerk amid an FBI investigation into a leak of voting machine passwords in the county to a presumed QAnon leader, Vice News reported Thursday. So that's the CIA reported Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lindell told Vice that he had... Lind- Mike Liddell did an interview with Vice. Of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Shane Smith have the same foreign policy. Yeah. <laughs> Liddell told Vice that he initially took uh, Mesa County Clerk Tina Peters to Texas after she spoke at the Bizarre Cyber Symposium last week in South Dakota, where he again failed to provide promised proof that the 2020 presidential election was rigged against former President Donald Trump, whom Liddell supports. He also notably said he was assaulted because one of his supporters came up to him and poked him and said, Said I would like a selfie, please. And he was like, Antifa has come to stop this. What a pussy. <laughs> Super cool. That's awesome. Lindell said he has since whisked Peters off to a new secret location after a member of his own security team revealed her whereabouts. <laughs> his own security team, uh, noted patriots he hired yeah. off Craigslist. Yeah. Well, yeah, or that or his his security team is entirely just like several of his nephews. Who are also FBI informants. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's just living like a shitty movie right now. That's yeah. so cool. This guy is Richard Jewell. They are just <laughs> they are setting him up to crucify him. Oh my god. <laughs> the Oliver Stone Oliver Stone's final movie on Mike Lindell in twenty years is gonna be fucking incredible. <laughs> You can get rich and you can buy like a cowboy town or you can get rich and like cause some election drama and have safe houses and be on the run. Well, you can't buy a cowboy town. You have to buy your cowboy brother a cowboy town. Uh, (laughs) Jeffrey Epstein had the best of both worlds. He had a cowboy town. Yeah, he did. (laughs) And he tried to make a bunch of little cow folks for himself. (laughs) Where's Mike Lindell's cowboy brother? I guess he's not cowboy brother rich, though. No. No. Let's make Mike Lindell. He's um, brother, Rich. Associated Pillowcase Company, Rich. I'm <laughs> guessing. 
Quote, she's worried about her safety. These people are ruthless, Lindell told Vice. He was referring to Dominion voting systems. <laughs> 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 Which is suing Lindell for $1.3 billion for defamation over his baseless claims of election fraud. There is no indication Dominion has threatened anyone's safety. I am certain that Dominion has, uh, like, um, you know, loan shark death squads going after Mike Lindell. 100%. <laughs> The shadow people are coming for Mike Lindell. <laughs> it was bound to happen at some time, and now it's happening. Uh, that's honestly, that's the most realistic answer to all of this. And just this like lady who's just like also like a Trump one. God told me or whatever. <laughs> He's just shepherding her around the country to flee from his shadow men. It rocks. Yeah, any company can get like a certain part of like corporate like middle management to do like psychotic harassment mm -hmm. against anyone who they want to. So they probably have people on Mike Lindell's tail, but he's ready. He's peeking out the blinds with the gun. <laughs> Colorado Secretary of State Jenna Griswold last week accused Peters of allowing an unauthorized individual access to election equipment made by Dominion. So now... What's happening? This Dominion I, lawsuit stuff? I don't really know what this means. <laughs> Is Mike Lindell going to get in a final stand with U.S. Marshals? <laughs> <laughs> I have a Gatling gun. Don't come any closer. Going to the mattresses, but it's going to the pillows. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so what's happening is the state of Colorado is accusing this... Um, clerk, county clerk, of giving the password of the voting machines <laughs> to some random guy. <laughs> this is what she's being accused of. And what, that's why Donald Trump won the election? Or why he didn't? Or I'm not entirely sure. Either way. It's a witch hunt, folks. It's a hoax. <laughs> it's, a, it's a confirmed witch hunt. <laughs> that unnamed person allegedly recorded software passwords, which then turned up this month on a conservative blog and on the website of Ron Watkins. Uh, many, have long many have long speculated that Watkins is Q. I've not heard this. this yeah, he's the guy who like runs 8chan. Oh, that guy. Okay. Yeah. The self-proclaimed government insider who gave the conspiracy theory its name. Quote, to be very clear, Mesa County's clerk and recorder allowed a security breach and, by all evidence at this point, assisted it. <laughs> so, <laughs> apparently they have her dead to rights. They have her dead to rights. And that's why Mike Lindell has to <laughs> spirit her away all across the country <laughs> into different safe houses. This is like a real Raw News article. He's living one. He's living a <laughs> yes. shitty movie. Yeah, it <laughs> rules, man. This is going to be a great movie. <laughs> they should. We should write the. We should start writing the screenplay now, so we can like, <laughs> you know, option it out or whatever before anyone mm -hmm. else gets to. Uh, Griswold accused Peters of quote actively working to undermine confidence and spread disinformation. So now the feds are after her for this. <laughs> so and Mike Lindell by extension, I guess, since he's the one like. Moving her around to safe houses and shit. <laughs> We're not going to hear from Mike Lindell for a couple of years, and then he's going to kill the equivalent of Jack Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that that is the most logical conclusion. Allegedly, in Minecraft. We're going to get videos of Mike Lindell like in a small Peruvian village or something, just like screaming. What if it was a small Belizean village? And what if he blew up the local bridge and <laughs> yeah. tried to start his own country? It'd be so funny if Mike Lindell pivoted and tried to be like epic, like John to McAfee. Do a McAfee. But he has like just no idea how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
He gets tribal tattoos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Buys a Harley Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> he has this lady on the back of his Harley. He's trying to ride into South America. <laughs> that episode of Billions where they, they come out from doing ayahuasca in like the native tents and then ride their motorcycles away <laughs> 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 through like the like Kush Mountains or whatever. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, you know how there are Taliban guys on Twitter? Yeah. Uh, people are asking them, like, what the Taliban were, will ban. And someone asked, will the Taliban ban anime or is it allowed? And they have confirmed anime will be allowed under <laughs> Taliban rule in Afghanistan. Uh, let's fucking go. Freedom uh, prevails. <laughs> well, that's neoliberal capitalism right there. <laughs> it's coming home, baby. <laughs> Peters, who has baselessly challenged President Joe Biden's win in her state, has not denied Griswold's accusations. She issued a statement simply saying that, quote, citizens of Mesa County have been critical of election integrity. They have brought me with their concerns, and I have told them I will do everything in my power to protect their vote. She's a county clerk. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> this is just one lady, uh, I guess, from Texas. <laughs> she works at, like, the DMV. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. She's going to make everyone know God told her Donald Trump won. <laughs> really cool. <laughs> The compromised Mesa County voting equipment was decertified following what Griswold called the profound breach in security. Griswold said her office, quote, cannot establish a verifiable chain of custody for any of the current voting system components in Mesa County and cannot, and cannot establish confidence in the integrity or security of those components. I don't even know what the fuck I just said. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh, they don't know who had the machines when... And they don't know if the machines have been compromised. So it's like a ghost thing? No, they just don't know. Like, I think who it's like paranor paranormal activity. You're yeah. probably right. This is like I, I'm th think the more the more news that comes out about this election, the more I think ghosts, spirits, specters, ghouls might have been involved. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, as both parties in the United States do, that the specter of communism fell from Europe in 1990 <laughs> yeah. and flew to America in the form of <laughs> Russian intervention in yep. every election. Yep. Uh, whenever my team loses. It's the Russians, yes. and not 100,000 idiots in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> that will leave taxpayers with a hefty bill to replace or completely overhaul the machines. <laughs> <laughs> cool. The, the government doesn't just flat own a bunch of voting machines. They have to rent them every single year <laughs> yeah. from different companies. Yes, depending on what, who wins the local election and whose you know, uncle is invested yes. in what company. Yes. Officials of Maricopa County in Arizona are in a similar situation and have just submitted a $2.8 million claim to state Senate Republicans to cover costs to replace the county's voting machines. <laughs> the demand follows a partisan, hugely controversial vote audit by the inexperienced Cyber Ninjas Company headed by a QAnon acolyte. <laughs> Cyber Ninjas. <laughs> Cyber Ninjas. Yeah, we're super sneaky. Yeah, an electronic type of Asian has infiltrated <laughs> our election. Mm -hmm. uh, officials said the voting machines were compromised and unusable after the cy cyber ninjas had unfettered and unsupervised access. <laughs> Why is it so easy for every fucking dullard to hack a voting machine? Because every voting machine is... Like, the one serious thing about both parties whenever they bring this up, the half-truth, is just, like, 
yeah, all the technology our government uses is absolute dog shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like Windows 95. It's like unbelievably terrible, mm -hmm. every one of these machines. Yeah, iOS is better. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They also, well, this is why they don't give people off on election day, because more people would have time to hack voting machines. <laughs> hey, what? Yeah. It's that easy. <laughs> Whatever happened to the Joe Manchin fucking voting bargain where it's just voter ID laws, but you, you also get off on election day? Didn't it just get blocked? I guess so. <laughs> I'm surprised. It wasn't good enough. Yeah. You, we need to do super voter IDs. You need to get a <laughs> tattoo on your yeah. ass to yeah. match something on your license and show both. All right, so this is the last uh, paragraph here. Mesa County prosecutors have launched a criminal probe into the suspected breach. FBI agents are now working with them, quote, on the forensic review and analysis of county voting systems to determine if there was a potential federal criminal violation, FBI spokesperson Courtney Bernal said in a statement Tuesday. Peters could not be reached for comment. <laughs> because, again, she's in, like, Mike <laughs> Lindell's version of Atlantis under Lake Superior. And she can't access... You can't get her email unless you're on tour. <laughs> tour? Tour. Yeah. You know... Oh, tour browser. <laughs> yeah. Onion. Onion. He she's got a VPN. The, onion. the FBI can't find her if she's on a VPN. Isn't it redundant to say criminal probe, isn't it? criminal every time you probe somebody. Hey, what if Mike <laughs> Lindell was just renting out the Ghislaine Maxwell New Hampshire house? <laughs> I'm sorry, I got a really good deal. <laughs> it's like really cool. Mm -hmm. Well, that's how manhunts work. The FBI are slowly going around to all of their different safe houses right now and <laughs> they'll stumble upon Mike and uh, whatever right. her name is eventually. Right. <laughs> Breaking news. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Destiny, uh, famously the Twitch streamer who was like, you know, I am a liberal, but also you should be able to shoot all the Black Lives Matter protests, mm -hmm. had to cancel his debate today with white nationalist Mark Collett, uh, <laughs> another guy who said you should be able to shoot protesters right. with a gun. Uh, leaks from his Slack chat have revealed... <laughs> <laughs> that it is because he bought fake ecstasy, which was meth, and did meth. <laughs> what? Destiny did meth, and then they couldn't debate some guy he agrees with. That's so awesome. Like he's like, I'm still on meth, I can't debate. <laughs> exactly. In, in closing on the Mike Lindell series, folks, uh, we're very excited for the Destiny Mike Lindell <laughs> smoke-a-thon slash debate. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be very sweet, and I think it will bring our country together. <laughs> well, they're just they're going to race. Mike Lindell really needs to make a weed YouTube channel. Yes. Yeah, uh, Destiny... Uh, Allegedly a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> Destiny, allegedly a Vosh associate. So, you De know, make of that what you will. Confirmed Vosh associate. <laughs> alleged pedophile. Make of those what you will. Two alleged pedophiles and their associates with each other. <laughs>
All right. Uh, That's basically a cabal. Breaking two. Oh, breaking twos. Uh, Elon Musk summoned 200 tech reporters <laughs> to show off his new Tesla bot. Uh, some kind of, you know, helper from Venture Bros type thing, <laughs> but it kills your baby that he's inventing currently. Actually, that was literally what happened with the helper in Venture Bros. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, is Elon Musk Jonas Venture? <laughs> yes. But uh, naturally, he did not actually have a robot to show these people. He had an uh. actor in a bodysuit designed <laughs> to look like a Tesla robot. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, we're really good at sensors and stuff. We're probably going to have one of these by next year. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Super fun. Fucking funny. When you said summoned journalists, I imagined he, like, you know, told, told a spell and then they came out of the floor. No, you know, he just played his little, like, you know, I'm epic on Twitter today game. And then, like, <laughs> right, everyone right. from the mainstream media showed up to see the equivalent of the Big Lebowski's landlord's dance. <laughs> Elon, <laughs> Elon, <laughs> Elon Musk on Twitter is Eldritch Magic in real life. Yes. He just hired that, uh, the, the, Prince from Bahrain's uh, robot bodyguard. <laughs> That's so fucking awesome. Because you look at Eddie, there's like hundreds of videos, like the same video of that hundreds of times on YouTube, and every single one, it's a bunch of people in the comments like, holy shit, like they can do this? Imagine what they do to the American fucking military. <laughs> All right, uh, do you guys want to talk about the British? <laughs> you want to get into the Brits? Let's talk some Brit shit. <laughs> Brit shit. Regrettably, the British are upset because they asked and Joe Biden did not have <laughs> his Afghanistan's removal license. He <laughs> <laughs> did yeah. not pay the annual fee to the British government. Mm -hmm. And they are right mad Skippy Cheerio. <laughs> Things like that. Yeah. yeah. Bloody hell, you're not even going to call? <laughs> uh, yeah, um, all of that's true. <laughs> and uh, we've got an article titled Parliament Holds Joe Biden in Contempt for Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> the UK holds Joe Biden accountable. <laughs> the Redcoats are coming to send Joe Biden to jail. <laughs> uh, by Ben Riley Smith in. Oh, fuck. What was this in? The Guardian? It was probably in The Guardian. No, it's the in Telegraph. like... It, yeah, the Telegraph, whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Same difference. The telephono.co.thequeen <laughs> or whatever. The telephile. <laughs> yeah. They're all just different arms of the communist British government. Precisely. Mm-hmm. And uh, as usual, the communists of the British monarchy have decided <laughs> uh, that they aren't done in Afghanistan. And why didn't anyone yeah. ask them what they were thinking about it? <laughs> yeah. We're the only people still addicted to opium. Yeah, the funniest thing I saw suggested well, I was someone was like, the British should send their own army into <laughs> Afghanistan <laughs> by themselves. No, they would not do that. They would send Ireland's army to Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> a conscription of only the North <laughs> Irish. You, you know that there's some lords that are still like smoking like pure opium over lamps in England, so they <laughs> need those poppies. The only lords left in Eng the only lords left in England are like that uh, annoying kid who went to Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. Get now poppies. he sits on the House of Lords. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because he flashed his fucking debit card on the way in. The Absolutely. Guy was like, Oh, well, then that. Absolutely. British <laughs> citizens who went to fight ISIS cannot return <laughs> to Britain, but that guy can that return who went to go be epic in Afghanistan for a week. All right. Let's, uh, let's start out here. 
Joe Biden's handling of the, of the Afghanistan withdrawal was condemned as catastrophic and shameful on Wednesday as the House of Parliament delivered an unprecedented rebuke to a U.S. president. <laughs> hey, they should count themselves lucky that we even told them. We didn't even tell the Georgians, Romanians, or Ukrainians. They were still in the base when everyone left. What? Yes. <laughs> yes, and Georgians, Matt pointed out, were like the number three in providing troops to this entire conflict. <laughs> I gotta be honest, that's their fault for not watching, like, CNN or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they should have been watching Anderson <laughs> Cooper. He could have <laughs> told them. Yeah. Afghanistan has fallen. MPs and peers from across the political spectrum, including Boris Johnson, put some blame for the Taliban takeover and the chaos that followed on, Britain, on Britain's closest ally. Mr. Biden was accused of, quote, throwing us and everybody else to the fire by pulling out U.S. troops and was called dishonorable for, cri for uh, criticizing Afghan forces for not having the will to fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were there for 20 years. We didn't build anything worth fighting for. But the British are like, that's no reason to leave. We did this for 500 years. <laughs> Come on, do yes. it forever. You can do it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, why are we even fucking allies with them in the first place? Dude, aren't we a little uh, salty about, aren't they the last country to have invaded us? Yeah, now that Joe Biden is president, we are not allies with Britain anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's, good. it's the fucking right call. We should nope. never have been. It, now we're allies with Ireland. It rocks. Our first enemy. It ro That's like <laughs> literally true. It rocks because uh, Boris was part of like the same wave as Trump, so they got along on like a weird, annoying wavelength. <laughs> and, you know, Trump was like, yeah, yeah, we'll do whatever they need. Let them do Brexit. Yeah, yeah. sure. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And Joe Biden... His brain is completely dead, except for one. He has one third of it left, and it's divided half between Irish sorcery, like making Pete Buttigieg like say he's going to do Waco if you drive a truck, and uh, Irish independence, where I think he ignored Boris Johnson's phone calls for thirty six hours. He just didn't answer. Amazing. <laughs> this guy isn't thinking about much. He hasn't won any friends in the British media, and the British are more reliant on us than ever before, mm -hmm. thanks to this new Brexit arrangement, which is designed around more trade reliance on us to supplement for less with Europe. Right. We have more bargaining power than we ever did, and a crazy German who thinks he's Irish in charge. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing for Britain. <laughs> worst thing possible. Yeah. This guy, there's going to be a referendum on Northern Irish independence. Like. <laughs> that passes in the U.S. House of Congress before yeah. Parliament. <laughs> exactly. We're going to intervene. <laughs> We're going to bomb Ireland. London again. <laughs> uh, again, I, we. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Former defense chiefs who led British troops in the Middle East were among those to speak out. While uh, while there were warnings that the West's withdrawal would embolden Russia and China, <laughs> the interventions mark a deterioration in UK-US relations almost exactly 20 years after Britain joined America in invading Afghanistan to root out terrorism after the September 11th attacks. You know, uh, 9 out of the 14 uh, 9-11 hijackers were uh, British. <laughs> <laughs> I did know that, actually. Tony yeah. Blair, number one cucked politician of all time, led, like, the last Labour government ever, was best friends <laughs> with George Bush, like, led just a right-wing, terrible version of Labour. And this is what they have to show for it later. Yeah. Years later. 
nothing. They were nothing. nothing for 20 years, and now they're mad about having to leave. Yeah, yeah, they want to keep being at war forever. This is the last vestiges of their empire, so it's like right. a personal insult whenever we don't back them up. This is the fucking Suez Canal crisis right. when Egypt became independent. was like, we're going to start running the canal ourselves. And, like, Israel, France, and Britain immediately tried to invade and take the canal. <laughs> and we were like, we're not going to help. <laughs> and, then <laughs> and then, lo and behold, the Egyptians kept the canal. But it was not just Mr. Biden who faced criticism, with Mr. Johnson and his ministers told they had overseen the worst disaster in British foreign policy for 65 years. What? Foreign policy? What is What? Is that Brexit? <laughs> 65 years ago was... 60? Oh, the Falkland 40, War. Right. Oh, it's wow. the Falklands <laughs> War they're talking about. That's what they need now. They need to go fight a bunch of Italians in South America over <laughs> a rock that 3,000 people live on to feel better. <laughs> Andrew needs Prince Andrew, Andy, Randy, Randy, Andy. He needs a pick-me-up. Start another Falklands War. Oh, I need to stop sweating <laughs> let him, again. Let him, <laughs> let him be a commander. Uh... The Prime Minister was accused of not doing enough to rally allies to support Afghanistan as the U.S. departure became apparent, including by his predecessor, Theresa May. <laughs> I saw that Theresa May's... Theresa May is, like, the most owned person of all time. Just She led a conservative government that, like, just barely lost its big votes on everything, <laughs> yeah. couldn't get anything done or make anyone happy, and Boris Johnson just easily, just chattily walked in and cleaned up where she thought she was supposed to. So right. she is relishing in the opportunity to own Boris just because of inter-party, mm -hmm. like, you know, John McCain, George Bush bullshit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> She's the one who banned Tyler, the creator, from uh, London, or from <laughs> she England. Is? Yeah. For like seven years. The band's up now. That's she so banned cool. Him. That is really so funny. cool. I thought he was still banned. No, he's like, just recently he's allowed back. <laughs> so fucking insane. What country is going to ban us first? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Mr. Johnson began by arguing that America's decision to withdraw troops from Afghanistan had forced Britain's hand, saying it was an illusion to think other allies wanted to step in to keep the peace. <laughs> forced, yeah, we, we absolutely forced their hand. We should. We should start forcing it a lot more. Force mm -hmm. it all the way into yeah. their mouth. Again, what are you <laughs> expecting? You can stay. We didn't say you had to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Feel free. Fight the war forever. This yeah. can be the final death of the British Empire. Fucking Cornish Yeah, what the fuck? We told the British we were leaving. Why didn't they stay back and guard the guns from the Taliban? Yeah, yeah That's exactly. on them. Exactly. Do a gun buyback program in <laughs> Kabul. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The West could not continue the U.S.-led mission, a mission conceived and executed in support and defense of America, without American logistics, without U.S. air power, and without, uh, and without American might, the Prime Minister said. Oh, okay, you can't do war without us, then you're not doing fucking war, are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You go back to your shitty fucking island and we'll tell you when we want you again to, <laughs> you know, uh, presumably turn Panama into a parking lot or something. <laughs> MPs from all sides of the Commons were forceful in their criticism. Sir Keir Starmer, Starmer, whatever his fucking name is, the Labour leader said, quote, the U.S. is, of course, an important ally, but to overlook the fighting of the Afghan troops and forces and the fact that they have been at the forefront of that fighting in recent years is wrong. Yes, absolutely. Keir Starmer, you stupid fucking loser. <laughs> He's oh doing a call-out thread. You a call-out about why we need to invade Afghanistan for <laughs> fucking women's rights or yeah, something. It is oh really my problematic. God. 
that the U.S. forced Britain's hand to leave exactly. Afghanistan. A lot, of exactly. small, a lot of small businesses are going to close now. <laughs> Keith of Arabia. <laughs> uh, Sir Ed Davey, the Liberal Democrat leader, said, Ed Davey? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. It's so cool that the Lib Dems were like a governing party like not long ago. They were part of the coalition with that put David Cameron in charge. And now they're just like a not party. They have like 20 or 30 seats. Mm-hmm. So Ed Davey says, The American decision to withdraw was not just a mistake. It was an avoidable mistake. From President Trump's flawed deal with the Taliban to President Biden's decision to proceed. And to proceed in such a disastrous way. Everyone's like, I would have done it the right way. Me, (laughs) personally, I'm different, but you know. (laughs) Exactly. This is dumb. These are fucking cloud fuckers. Don't you listen to them, Joe. Yeah, (laughs) It's the only good thing you've literally ever done. Stick by it. I hear a lot of, I would have done it the right way. I don't hear a lot of uh, specifically laid plans following that uh, statement. (laughs) Now, what's up? What's up, brother? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what's fucking, what's Charlotte Clymer's plan for uh, withdrawing from Afghanistan? Exactly. How many more pedophiles? warlords do you think we have we just ran out well That's britain's yeah. got a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> we could start shipping them over they're overstocked of no, ex- warlords. no exactly and it's like it's built into the british dna to want to like go to a less developed country and pretend you are that race <laughs> right, and rule right. it like a king they like, could just send all the executives of the bbc over to be the pedophile warlords <laughs> uh all right so it goes on here uh, Tob Tugendahat, the Tory <laughs> chairman <laughs> of the foreign... Look at his name. Tugendahat. Tob Tugendahat, whose family allegedly owned one-third of the Congo at a time. <laughs> Tom, are you honey? Like, that wasn't... <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he stopped in the middle. I, I don't know what that was. <laughs> that what? wasn't a British accent. Tom, are you horny? Just tugging the hat. There we go. There we <laughs> go. Just give it a little tugging the hat. Wanking the hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Tugging Hat, the Tory chairman of the Foreign Affairs Committee, who fought alongside Afghans as a British soldier, called out uh, Mr. Biden's criticisms of the Afghan army. Yeah, I'm sure he fought alongside on like horseback with a sword, just you know, at the complete back of, of everything. He's yeah, commanding. yeah, exactly. He's like, all right, stand in a line. <laughs> 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 the British Army has never updated their troops or equipment, yeah. so they're just over there with like muskets and yeah. swords. No wonder they had to retreat immediately. <laughs> yeah. um, the British Army, which was ravaged by tuberculosis <laughs> this winter. <laughs> <laughs> their feet burned, for they didn't have boots. <laughs> How could they stay in Afghanistan if they all have dysentery? <laughs> <laughs> uh, quote to see their commander in chief call into question the courage of my of men I fought with <laughs> to claim that they ran is shameful he said to murmurs of approval from other MPs so I guess Biden uh, hates the British troops you <laughs> 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 didn't say the British abandon it'd be so cool if he said that and he might <laughs> if they keep doing if they keep pressing him he might but he's saying the Afghan troops, they built like, you know, an army of 350,000 Afghan oh, troops right, and they right. just didn't want to die defending the heroin crops. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, we'll probably be fine after this, too. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's fucking South Vietnam. I'm sorry. You can't visit Saigon anymore. It just we'll, we'll go switch. We'll join the other army. Yeah, exactly. 
Other MPs who served as soldiers also rounded on Mr. Biden. Uh, Lane Duncan Smith, a former former Tory leader, called his comments shameful. Lane Duncan Smith. Keep pressing him. <laughs> Keep pressing this guy. He's a German who thinks he's Irish. I couldn't imagine anyone with more of a score to settle with these people. <laughs> he sounds like the name of like a badly translated anime character. Yes. Uh, while Labour MP Dan Jarvis... Dis- <laughs> <laughs> that was in every one of these motherfuckers. <laughs> Incredible, man. This is insane. Uh, Dan Jarvis, who once owned Kenya, (laughs) described them as particularly distasteful and dishonoring. Tobias Elwood, (laughs) former veterans minister, and the U.S. said the U.S. withdrawal was absolutely the wrong call. Former chieftain of Rhodesia. (laughs) Literally, literally. (laughs) This is, that was all in one paragraph. (laughs) (laughs) Leading conservatives in the Lords also made clear their disapproval. Are you guys surprised by that? <laughs> Leading conservative lords. <laughs> Lord Hammond, <laughs> a, former, uh, a former foreign secretary, said, When I listened to the U.S. president, I could not help reaching the conclusion that this decision would make our search of a political tidy mindedness. <laughs> What's he think he's that Gandhi who was in the way at the Raj? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, Lord Howard, another former Tory leader, said Mr. Biden's withdrawal, quote, is and will be seen by history <laughs> as a catastrophic mistake, which may well prove to be the defining legacy of his presidency. Oh, fuck I, off. I wish it they would be, press that guy on some thing. other catastrophic mistakes, <laughs> like, you know, uh, the end of apartheid South Africa. <laughs> Boat yeah. rides with Jimmy Savile. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden is going to turn into fucking V for Vendetta on, on Britain. <laughs> Guy Fox, he's going to blow up Parliament. <laughs> it's, so, it's so cool. They have never been more at our mercy. <laughs> and, and they just have one guy who will not play ball. Yeah, they better stop pressing Joe. Literally. <laughs> Lord Tupperbottom. Just. <laughs> Lord Fanny Wop. <laughs> The heated rhetoric has thrust the state of the special relationship and the Biden-Johnson partnership into the spotlight. The Telegraph understands Mr. Johnson has been attempting to get Mr. Biden on the phone to discuss Kabul falling from Monday morning. The pair eventually talked at close to 10 p.m. on Tuesday. That's past it's almost my bed- bedtime, man. Yeah, that was past Joe's <laughs> bedtime. You are not getting your best Joe at that time. <laughs> that's, liter- that's actually the reason why he didn't pick up. It was yeah. too late. It was past, you know, one in the afternoon. Yeah, he's had his ice cream by that point. <laughs> he's had his sugar rush. He's coming down. He's had his glass of warm milk. Yeah. Jill's tucking him in. <laughs> he has his sleeping cap on. <laughs> he does not. Joe does not take calls when he's drinking his warm milk and with a sleeping cap on. He's My probably too old to understand the British accent. <laughs> 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 on Wednesday, General Sir Nick Carter, the head of the armed forces, accused the U.S. of shattering the morale of Afghan troops when they stopped airstrikes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, the Afghanis just didn't feel safe to go back to their homes anymore after you stopped bombing them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, suck your own blood we don't don't ask for our help i saw some fucking article that like uh, like a former <laughs> military eavesdropper wrote about the time when he would just you know circle the taliban in a ac-130 above them and listen to their conversations and like he spoke the language or whatever and he was like yeah one time you know it, it might have been farmers they might have been the taliban but you know what 
we thought they might be, you know, hiding guns. So we shot missiles at them. And yeah, they died, and that's not why I feel bad. I felt bad because of the conversations that I overheard them having. They're just normal people like us, but they do need to die. (laughs) That's that's the gist of this article. Jesus Christ. Normal people like us who need to die. Dude, the British East Afghani company, they can make it happen. (laughs) They can send, like... Uh, old-timey police officers with bikes with one big front wheel to guard the <laughs> poppy fields. <laughs> uh, maybe Britain's not uh, uh, enough addicted to heroin yet. They're going to oh, make no. opium tea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we need constables to protect the opium fields. Yeah, Af- Afghanistan should colonize Britain through like an opium exportation project yeah. just to reverse it. That would be so sick. I'd go to New Kabul. <laughs> Philip Reeker, America's acting ambassador, went into Downing Street for talks with Will Gelling, Mr. Johnson's foreign policy advisor. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, sir? I'm Bob British. <laughs> uh, while the day of debate was playing out in Westminster after Parliament was recalled from its summer recess, the Taliban was tightening its grip on Afghanistan. <laughs> Senior former UK defense figures criticized Mr. Biden, with Lord Dinat, the former head of the British Army, <laughs> that's spelled D-A-N-N-A-T-T. Lord Dinat, that sounds like a Star Wars character. Yeah, literally. Uh, the former head of the British Army, saying, the manner and timing of the Afghan collapse is the direct result of President Biden's decision to withdraw all U.S. forces from Afghanistan by the 20th anniversary of 9-11. He's like a Watto. <laughs> I was about to say exactly that. Lord Donetta Watto type figure. <laughs> Amazing. We, we see him as the same guy. <laughs> at a stroke, he has... At a stroke, quote... He, he had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> quote, at a stroke, he has undermined the patient and painstaking work of the last 5, 10, 15 years. Make up your fucking mind to build up a government in Afghanistan. <laughs> we didn't build much of a fucking government, man. Yeah, that's we were... why he can't make up his mind on when they started to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was yeah. either like five years ago or when we started. We were there 20 years ago. Maybe it was like, halfway. Like, when uh... was it that we started building that <laughs> little government? Yeah, and just no one wanted to die to support the guy who just disappeared with like big cartoonish bank sacks full of the treasury's <laughs> money into Dubai. Yeah. He was running away with the luggage from Darjeeling Limited filled with gold. <laughs> Literally. Lord Houghton of Richmond, a former chief of the, f- the defense staff. Of Richmond or a rich man? Of. <laughs> <laughs> Both, I'm sure. This is a title of Richmond. <laughs> uh, said, quote, I think the American decision to withdraw the military support was a dreadful one, and the resulting chaos should be of no surprise. Every single one of these fucking assholes is saying the exact same thing. Dreadful. Ab- yeah. Abysmal. Yeah. Yes. Bloody hell. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say uh, get a gun, go over there, fight it yourself. But yeah. you can't in UK because you have some pussy ass gun laws. <laughs> yeah. Better, better do it with a knife or a machine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Airdrop yourself into Kabul yeah. with like a, a zombie knife. A zombie knife, <laughs> exactly. Fortnite style. You got to upgrade. You got to find guns and armor. You have to fight the Taliban like those two British guys we saw fighting with the zombie knives. <laughs> <laughs> One at a time. Yes. I'm sorry, no matter how much just, like, imperial quivering Britain or, you know, United States pundits do, they wanted it more. Yeah. What's there to say? 
They fucking live there. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's like their country. Exactly. Mr. Johnson came in for repeated criticism for his handling of the Afghanistan withdrawal, according to, uh, including by Mrs. Theresa May. Again, just inner politic, political, like just bullshit. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. She said, quote, in July of this year, both President Biden and my right honorable friend, the Prime Minister. <laughs> He's a right honorable bloke. <laughs> <laughs> right, right and honorable are capitalized. Very cool. <laughs> uh, indicated that they did not think that the Taliban were ready or able to take over control of the country. Was our intelligence really so poor? Was our understanding of the Afghan government so weak? Was our knowledge of the position on the ground so inadequate? Did we really believe that, or did we just feel that we had to follow the United States and hope that, on a wing and a prayer, it would be all right on the night? <laughs> they can't fucking stop uh, talking uh, in riddles. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a fucking nursery rhyme. <laughs> it's so fucking cool, man. Uh, apparently, a lot of people are really mad at uh, Johnson's foreign secretary for this, Dominic Robb. Okay. who apparently was on vacation when this <laughs> happened. <laughs> As an Italian would do. Yeah, I just love the idea that just, like, no one called him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was on vacation in Tajikistan. Yeah, no one is, knows why. What is he going to do? Call Biden? Yeah. It's uh, past yeah. 1 o'clock. He'd already had his ice cream. We already fucking talked about that. Exactly. There. He's had his lunch, his lemonade <laughs> on the lawn. Um. All right, so, okay. Teresa Bay goes on here. We boast about global Britain, but where is global Britain on the streets of Kabul? <laughs> Direct quote from Theresa May in the Telegraph. Head right over, baby. Yeah, it's all yours. A successful foreign policy strategy will be judged by our deeds, not by our words. Uh, well, I gotta say, Teresa, you got a lot of shit to talk and uh, not a lot of office to hold, you yeah. fucking idiot. <laughs> How how do they even get people to join the military in England? Because, like, the roads are too narrow for a Dodge Charger. <laughs> like, a Dodge Charger's wider yeah. than the entire yeah. road. Mm -hmm. uh, so what's the incentive there? Uh, I don't know. You probably get, like, a uh, like how you get um, subscriber status if you have Amazon Prime on Twitch. <laughs> they probably give you some sort of Twitch bonuses and, like, you know, maybe the new Call of Duty. It's like Royal Bloke. <laughs> Royal Infantry Bloke. You get to take a, you get to go to a meet and greet with Randy Andy. Yeah. You get, uh, can you sweat? Can you still sweat? <laughs> Expanding briefly on the idea of a global Britain, I'm going to give okay. you some other examples of current British headlines, such okay. as in The Sun... Uh, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex have taken a, quote-unquote, swipe at the Queen in a new chapter of their autobiography. Ooh. Or is Sussex, Saucy. Is Sussex the ones who stayed or the ones who left? The ones who left. Okay. Uh, isn't that a county in the greatest state on Earth, New Jersey? Sussex yes, it, County? Yes, it I is. I do believe so. Up north, though. Up north. And finally, this story is, of course, sharing page space on the Telegraph with reports that there has been a quote-unquote, meltdown in Lowestoft after an ice cream van was banned from a residential street for breaking the rules on chimes. <laughs> <laughs> the papers say that legally ice cream vans are allowed to play no. chimes for only up to 12 seconds. No. But these chimes twinkled for 20. Ooh. <laughs> Boy, mate, you got your chime license. Do you have your chime license? <laughs> well, that's, that's why... Unreal. That, the, 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 no, no, it, 
<laughs> don't know. It's a retinal, isn't it? <laughs> That's the global why... British Empire. <laughs> That's why England doesn't have people on the streets in Kabul because they're on the streets in England making sure the ice cream <laughs> ice cream. Exactly. don't go too long. <laughs> they have, have one hundred thousand ice cream bureaucrats. Yeah. They're going around with decibel meters. They <laughs> replace their assault rifles with decibel meters. Oh my god. And the rest of this article is motherfucking boring, except for they name drop the Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's pretty funny. And we can end there. <laughs> I'm going to turn into a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Watch like, me breathe on fire. He sleeps on a giant mountain of gold. <laughs> All the beautiful women in Afghanistan, they can come to Italy. <laughs> in closing, folks, thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad. You can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. We'll have a Discord linked in the bio. I've been Joe. Baba Daddy. I've been Matt. See ya. No. Bye bye. See ya. Toodles. You're <laughs> <laughs> confused. You're like, keep, wait, is it? <laughs> keep it. Keep it. <laughs> For sure. Take our ever scared. It's time to go to work.